Hey dudes, this is Michael, one of the co-hosts of Two Dudes in the Nest, the show you're about to listen to. If you are a first-time listener and you've picked one of these older episodes to listen to, maybe because it's one of your favorite games on the NES, I don't blame you. However, I just want to warn you that uh, this is, some of these episodes are three, four, maybe five years old. And this is before we got new audio equipment. This is really before we even knew what we were doing. But we... You know, we want to leave them on the feed as long as we can because we want to have plenty of episodes for people to listen to. I just want to give a fair bit of warning before we get started. If you're an older listener and you're going back to listen to an episode again, uh, you may hear something new because right before the episode starts here, we're going to have an advertisement, which is probably not what you heard the first time through. But now we started doing ads in our shows, so we're going to have an ad here. Anyways, I hope you enjoy. And if you do enjoy, please subscribe to the podcast and listen to as many episodes as you can. It always helps us out. And tell a friend, too. That'd be nice. Enjoy the show. What's up, Goose? Oh, I'm Goose now all of a sudden? Mm-hmm. I thought we had decided that I was Maverick on a previous uh, no. episode. Excuse I'm pretty me. sure we did. No. Yeah. On a previous episode? I'm thinking we, we did. We talking about Top Gun? I think we did, yeah. Okay. I'll be I'll be Goose then. Fine. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you got the... Well, you got too much facial hair going, but you at least got some. Mm-hmm. Actually, yeah. under, this, under this light, it looks like I'm the one with the mustache, but I really don't, I swear... Yeah. You just got really loud all of a sudden. Oh, yeah? It's interesting. Yeah. Maybe I just got really passionate about facial hair. Well, you know, you can't help yourself. Once you start talking about facial hair. Yeah. It's a uh, Katie bar the door, as they say. Mm-hmm. So is a Katie bar a crowbar? I always assumed it was a person. Like, Katie, go bar the door. <laughs> yeah, could be. Could be. So we're talking about Top Gun. Yeah, it's a good time. Yep, good time. You know what? A um, couple things before we get into Top Gun. One is we talked about the Willow episode, right? And we mm. mentioned that uh, it was a Patreon pick from old Chris Vanderhoff. And uh, uh-huh. then we proceeded to not talk about the game very much. And I guess we forgot to mention that he beat Willow as a kid without the help of a Nintendo Power, which I don't remember him telling me that. Sorry, Chris. That may have been my fault. But uh, anyways, there you go. Good job. Good job, Chris. Quite the accomplishment. That is quite the accomplishment. And then he yes. proceeded to pretend to be mad at us. And that was a, that was funny. But anyways. Well, we talked about this a little bit where it's pretty much like 
you know, the show is pretty much cats. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, what was the other things that we said? Well, we, let's see, there's there's like three topics on the show, right? Consistent slapper bags. There's cats. There's slapper bags, and there's bodily fluids. Right. Okay. Yeah. Doesn't matter which end they come out of. Mm-hmm. They'll mm-hmm. probably get mentioned at some point. And it doesn't matter what animal mentions them, you know. Sometimes it's uh, sometimes it's geese. Sometimes it's. I'm, sometimes we just and we squeeze in some game talk in between that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's not as consistent as the other stuff, you know. Right, right. But um, the funny thing is, you know, I don't think we're going to get through this episode, or we shouldn't get through this episode without the goose, some goose poop talk. Oh, and. Uh, yeah. We got sent a little funny message that we'll play mm-hmm. at some point, either right now or at the end. It has to do with goose poop. So, a little treat for the listeners from our buddy Josh Witt. I wish we were so technologically advanced that we could like play it and listen to it and it record. I could do it like I do voicemails. I could just spit it out from my phone. I guess we could do that, yeah, but... Uh... Yeah. Speaking of which, we also have a ton of voicemails. And since this is a short um, short game, probably going to be a short game talk episode, sorry to everyone mm-hmm. again, we're probably not going to talk about the game a whole lot. But uh, we can play some voicemails like uh, on the top of the show. What do you think? Like right now? Maybe the goose we thing? We could do the goose we thing? Could. Do the goose thing. Pull do the goose. goose? Let's pull the goose. Go goose first? Yep. Goose poop. Okay. All right. got to find it, so... Stall. Speaking of goose poop, so have you seen what my dad's been doing in Loudon, or what the Parks and Rec have been doing? No. Well, they pretty much, you know, like the island that people fish off of down there next to the river where the fire hall and everything is. Uh-huh. Basically redoing it, and there's going to be like this big giant dock that you can walk out and fish on. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. Uh, I just thought of that because goose poop, because there's always goose poop, tons of goose poop down there. Right, right. Because pretty much everywhere there's water and there's people, there's geese. Mm -hmm. And where there's geese, there's goose poop. poop. There's tons of poop. There is no animal that poops that much. I'm convinced of it. Yeah, I know. And it's... We don't need to get into it again because I haven't ate breakfast yet and they made me sick. But, I mean, the consistency of the goose poop and stuff, it's just... It's terrible. It's not good. And I don't know really what goose diet is, but it needs to change. It's bread, right? I mean, it's bread. Well, that's what people feed them. Have you heard this thing where you're not supposed to feed ducks bread? No. Which is ridiculous to me. We've been feeding ducks bread for as long as we've had yeah. bread. I mean... I can't remember the reason why you're not supposed to feed ducks bread, but they're saying now don't feed ducks bread. And then what the what the ducks eat? Pellets. <laughs> I guess you're I think it's a scam. Yeah. This so you they get all your quarters in that little pellet machine. Right. Exactly. I think it's a scam. Yeah. I can't get this right. to play. So from my phone, by the way. Well, that reminds me of a story. Another tangent. When we were on our honeymoon Me and we you went to this No. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Felicia were on our honeymoon. We went to uh, 
like this drive-in safari thing in Florida. Mm-hmm. And it was really cool. We've got several stories about it because there was like one point a rhino was semi charging towards the car. But uh, the uh, the thing was we went to where the giraffes were. And you could get out and they had this gazebo that was like up in the air. Like you went up in it and you could feed the giraffes like you were at giraffe le- eye level mm-hmm. at that point. But you couldn't just feed the giraffes anything. You had to buy what they... And it was like $2. And they gave you two graham crackers that were stale, essentially. And that's what uh, that's what you had to feed the uh, giraffes. Two stale it, graham crackers. For $2. But what was funny is the giraffes were pretty much like... Giraffes are kind of... Uh, how do I say this in a family-friendly way? Um, jerks. They are. Yeah, jerks. There you go. Because we, if you stood there and like had your like arm up on the gazebo, just like leaning on it, the giraffe would like headbutt you. Like, hey, hey, <laughs> get your me. arm off my gazebo, or yeah. feed me. One of the two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I could see that. Feed me or get moving. I could see that. They kind of look like uh, they kind of look like jerks. Have you ever seen giraffes fight? No, what do they do? Just like wrap their necks around each other and stuff? Uh, yeah, and it's like vicious. It's crazy. Like, Felicia was telling me about it one day, and I was like, oh, well, that, you know, giraffes fighting almost sounds like cute. Yeah. You know? Oh, like, it's so oh. cute. Look at them fight. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's like they're like slamming their heads into each other's necks. It's like horrible. It's painful to watch. Hmm. Okay. So, so you want to do some voicemail? Okay, yeah. Voicemails on the top of the show. Dude, it's Andy. Hey. Well, that's super quiet. Let's try that again. Dude, it's Andy. Hey, question for you. What's the deal? Who framed Roger Rabbit? 50-50. Come on, man. Really? 50-50. Like, Twitter said, yeah. You guys are like, eh. Whatever. Anyways, hey, you gotta, you're kind of stuck on the W's here. Who framed Roger Rabbit? Now, Willow. That's kind of crazy. Uh, and just, uh, Willow? Come on, man. Uh, that movie gave me nightmares. I don't know about the game. Doesn't have an LGN rainbow on it. So, movie, game, no LGN rainbow. Might be good. Can't wait to hear you guys' opinion. Talk to you later. Bye. Okay. Andy, I think Andy's been hitting the sauce a little bit there. <laughs> Thank you, Andy. It was a little uh, erratic. It was a little, it was just kind of a random pick. I, I, it just happened to be Who Framed Roger Rabbit. I think they were, were they both Patreon picks? Or did we decide who, who Framed Roger Rabbit and then Willow was Patreon? I don't know. I think they're both Patreon picks. Yeah, so it's not our fault. You guys, you guys want the W's, not us. Yeah, that's right. All right, here's another one. Do 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 Hey dudes, dude Jay, dude Jorgensen, dude Fish Loves Jay, calling in. I saw that you guys were playing Who Framed Roger Rabbit. I rented this game once, and I kind of thought it sucked. It kind of sucked, but that was because I was probably like six years old. 
I couldn't read very well because I was not that smart. <laughs> and, you know, I couldn't figure out how to play the game. So I, I rented it, played it like Friday night on a two-day rental, and I was like, well, I'm stuck with this pile of hot crap all weekend. So I don't know. I guess it was kind of a whatever thing. Um, bye. I love you. Bye. I, no, I love you. <laughs> No, I love you more. No, you. No, I love you more. I love you. <laughs> Bye. Thanks, Jay. We love you too. Jay just never ceases to disappoint. No, no. Always, always an excellent call from Jay. You know, I just realized that we should probably play these when we get them, shouldn't we? I mean, these are like two episodes yeah. old. That's okay. All right, here we go. Here's another. Hey, two NES dudes. Anthony Pig here, long-time listener and first-time caller. I have a few things I want to run by y'all. First off, any chance of covering Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde? I know the game doesn't get all the love, but it's really not all that bad, you know? I mean, how many other games do you know that you can use a Psycho Wave to defeat your enemies? Well, there is the Psycho Crusher in Street Fighter 2, but, you know, that's Psycho Crusher, not Psycho Wave. Anyway, uh, eh. How about the Mega Man 5 episode? I know it's a ways off, but that was the first game that got me into the, my first experience with the Blue Bomber. Oh, man. So great. Oh, and come on, dudes. This Turtle Sue. Still waiting. Okay, well, I'll <laughs> so talk to you later. Hate to ramble on. Bye, y'all. Okay, speaking of Ninja Turtles 2. Thanks for the call, Andy. Yeah, thanks or for Anthony, the call. I'm sorry. Whatever. Close enough. <laughs> well, it's a completely different name, but yeah, it's Anthony. Well, speak, speaking <laughs> of somebody who gets called Jason, and you know, uh, Jason. When I when I used to work at the hospital, and well, I don't know. I said used to, but um, whenever I pick up the phone, and like let's say I say Heart Center, this is Justin. Okay, what? There's another J name that I always get called. I have no idea why. That doesn't sound anything like what I just said. I always say, Heart, Heart Center is a Justin. And I say, Hey, Jeff, uh, <laughs> can you? Like, that's nowhere near Jeff. No, I thought you were going to say Jason because I can sound hear Jason. Yeah. You know? Well, I get Jason a lot, but that's, I get it. It's close. But Jeff? Hey, Jeff. <laughs> I'm going to start calling you Jeff. <laughs> so, yeah. Whatever. And the TMNT two, and I just episode. go with it. I don't correct them. I just go with it. Yeah, might as well. Okay. Yeah. Because at that point, I can tell them something completely wrong, and they'll say, "Well, Jeff told me." Like, <laughs> Jeff well, told me I could eat all the bacon I wanted, and it wouldn't affect my heart. Yeah. Well, we don't have a Jeff. We don't have a Jeff. Here, so. so yeah, that was a lie. Yeah. So anyway, and we'll try to get the TMNT two episode pretty soon. I think Rob's retiring again. From yeah. podcasting, so he's like Michael Jordan with his retirement. <laughs> he is. He's like, well, first compliments to Rob. He's like Michael, the Michael Jordan of podcasting, too. True, but because True. he's the Michael Jordan of podcasting, he feels like he can be the Michael Jordan of of retiring retire. from podcasting. Well, I'm coming back. I'm coming <laughs> back. Yeah, <laughs> poor Rob. All right, I've got. Uh, let's go one more to get us caught up. It's another. It's another J call. But then there's I've got I've got more calls after that, but we'll we'll get into the episode here now. 
but let's go one more J. Dudes, dudes, dudes. Dude J, dude Jorgensen, dude Vicious J Colin. Up, 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 down, 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 down. Right, right, left, right, right, left, right, right, right. Speed up, speed up, speed up, speed up. Speed down, speed down, speed down. Up, 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 down, 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 up, 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 up. Yep, Top Gun. The most frustrating game in the world. There you go. That, that'll bring us in Top right. Gun quite well. Good segue. Good segue. All right. Frustrating. Some... True. Got some history. I got a little bit of history. So Top Gun is a uh, game loosely based on the movie Top Gun. Uh, I don't remember in Top Gun the movie you actually shot other jets down. That you know. Uh, so. This game was released by Konami, which was kind of a nice little break from LJN's constant licensing of moving games. Mm -hmm. And I was released in December 11th, 1987, just in time for Christmas of 1987. Um, it was also ported to the uh, to a arcade game. Um, and according to Game Over's David Sheff, the NES version sold over 2 million copies. That just seems ridiculously high for this game. It does seem really high. But, but then I would believe it when I'm trying to go, whenever you go to find other games to buy, this game, mm -hmm. you see all of this game all over the place. So I would This game's it. all over the place. And almost, and we had a lot of people that just had experiences with this game. So I guess it was just a. We gotta think it was a really popular movie at the time. It was so, uh, and I don't know why I said at the time because it's a super popular movie now. Is it? I don't know. But it uh, hosted mixed reviews. Uh, there's a lot of positives, a lot of goods. Um, it was not the first Top Gun video game. It was released for the home computer in 1986, but it was not made by Konami. It was made by Ocean Software, and it was released for the IBM computer, Commodore, Amiga, Atari ST, Commodore 64, blah, 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 blah. Everything, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much everything except for console systems like the NES. And released for the NES. And then there was actually sequels. There was the second mission, which I also own. Mm -hmm. I own this game and second mission. And uh, Fire at Will, which was later released uh, for the PlayStation later in 1996. Again, to mixed reviews. So this game is kind of a mixed review kind of... Well, but There's a game actually... called Top Gun Fire at Will on yeah. PlayStation? I didn't know that. Yeah. There's also one called Hornet's Nest that was released for PC and one for the PlayStation 2 called Top Gun Combat Zones. I, I can remember that I one. think I remember that one too, yeah. Uh, it was released by for the Nintendo DS in February 2006. And there's also a uh, iOS version that was created by Freeverse, so... If you really like this game and wanted to play it on your phone, I guess you can. Basically, if if somebody wanted to make a 
an airplane simulator game and they wanted it to be recognizable, they would slap Top Gun on it. Yes. Yes. But that's about it for the history. And not a whole uh, history on the game, mm. per se. Yeah. So, did you have this game or did you go buy it for like 50 cents at the <laughs> local game store? Uh, I did not. I will say that I've seen it... I've seen it quite often, sometimes as low as like a quarter. Yeah. Just because it, there's it's, there's an abundance of this game. Uh, sometimes they just... When you walk in, they just throw it at you, you know, and just say, just take they're, this. We have too many. It out. They're handing it out as you're leaving. It's like, yeah. here, here's the game to go. Here's here's your bonus game. <laughs> they advertise a bonus game, you know, and they, they give you Top Gun on the way out. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, this one actually came from Neighbor Kid. Uh-huh. If you remember the story of Neighbor Kid, he gave me all his games as he, when he yes. when he left. Or when he got something new, I think it was. He got him a fancy new PlayStation or something. He just gave me all his Nintendo games. But he gave me this one and Top Gun Second Mission. So he was a big Top Gun fan, apparently. Or just found one laying around, like on the street. Yeah, could be. During such abundance. Yeah. I'm surprised I... And, you know, to be honest, I've probably owned almost every bundle of games that I buy. Because, you know... I like to buy in bundles sometimes, like bulk, mm-hmm. like somebody else sell mm-hmm. 15 games at a time or something. And I may right. already own 10 of those 15 games, but I would. my guess is I've probably owned a copy of this game 20 times <laughs> over the course yeah. of my lifetime. I think I had, I think this one was circulating in the junk box, actually, because I put it in there because I had two copies myself. Mm-hmm. And I think some games I have two copies of because uh, Felicia had games. So when we married, they got conjoined. Mm-hmm. Like There's a lot of games. So I guess it was one that she had, too. But, uh, Speaking of, my wife had games, and they disappeared. I don't know where they went. She said she had games when she was younger, and I don't have them. That gets, it really bothers me. Because she had Barbie, okay? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I really don't care about Barbie, but it's not in my collection. You don't so. have to lie. Okay. You don't have to lie. Nah, fine. I mean, I do have to lie because I got to save some face here. Yeah. Anyways, but that's where I got it from Neighbor Kid. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, did you play this as a kid? I'm guessing you did since you owned it. I did, but it's one of those that I didn't really remember that much. It's weird. Like, I definitely had it. But, you know, like, out of all the games that I had multiple memories of, this one I don't have a lot of memories of. So, it's like, I definitely chose to play Jaws over this game for some reason back in the day. Mm Because I have plenty of memories of Jaws. And, of course, the typical games that you expect to have memories of over this game, like the Mario Brothers and the Ninja Turtle games. But, uh... I have a whole lot of memories. I think this game was just kind of frustratingly monotonous that I kind of got bored with it. Yeah, I got you. And that's kind of how I feel about it now. (laughs) Okay, all right. So, uh, retrofitted trophies, right? (laughs) No. Uh, I played it it quite a bit as a kid. I guess I always Mm -hmm. thought that every time I'd stick it in, I always thought that it'd be good this time. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's one of those things where I would play it, I would get 
it would be like, oh, this is pretty fun. Actually, this is a pretty, it's actually kind of a quality um, flight sim, you know? Especially yeah. on the Nintendo, you know, because there wasn't, on consoles, I guess you didn't really have a lot. Or at least I didn't ever experience a lot. But then whenever I played uh, Top Gun, I was like, oh, that's pretty fun. And then I would try to land the plane on the aircraft carrier, mm-hmm. which is kind of what Jay was talking about in his phone call at the top of the show. Um, it's just, it's almost impossible. So I've seen people do it. I thought I could do it back then. I thought I could do it now. Still have not done it. I don't know why. I just can't do it. Yeah. I just can't wrap my head around it. Um, and it's it, but it that, that like, was my experience as a kid. It makes you like sweat a little bit because it's like left, left. It's like exclamation. It's yelling at you. Yeah, it's yelling yeah. at you the whole time. Down, down, left, left. Slow down, slow down. <laughs> I like to picture that. I like to imagine that's goose in the background. Like he's, he's like, I don't want to die. I don't want to die. Please, left, left, left. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. You know? Nope, we're dying. Yeah. We're okay. We're dying. I imagine we're that's kind of how. I imagine that's kind of how tense it is to actually land on an aircraft carrier. Maybe it's just too realistic. Maybe that's what it is. Could be. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, the game the game's just too realistic because whenever the people shoot missiles at you, you instead of dodging them, you actually shoot them out of the sky. So that I mean, that's realistic. Mm-hmm. Shooting shooting missiles out of the sky with a machine gun. That's what that's what they do, right? Right. In real life. Yeah, but seriously, like I mean, if you've ever seen an aircraft carrier. Like they're okay. huge, mm, very big. But like we're still talking about landing a jet, and these jets are fairly large themselves, and very fast. Just a little bitty strip of uh, asphalt or whatever. It's just Surrounded like, by it, a lot of ocean. It still amazes me. What I always think is cool, where I guess it's not cool. Is when they come in too too hot, I guess, as is jet talk coming in too hot uh, or too fast, and they basically just have to like hit the runway and then just take off again because they they can't stop. They came in too hot. Yeah. yeah, I've not seen them do that, but I've heard the phrase "coming in too hot." What I think is cool is when they take off off of them, and it's like it looks like they're just gonna because when after they take off from the runway, they're not they don't go straight up. They like almost drop and then go up, like they drop off of the runway and then up. Mm. It's like yeah, because I guess the runway is is just long enough for these things to take mm. off. Lots of math goes into that, you know. Oh God, yeah. Of course, the F twenty two can just about go straight up. Like, I think that's that the one where the jets a, can can move right, where they like point down or something. They can hover, yeah, but uh, like the, I think that was an F fourteen, F fifteen, it thing where they would drop off and take off. F fourteen is what you is what they fly in, flew in the movie, I think. What they fly in this game, yeah. or what you're flying in this well, game. Those are Tomcats, right? And yeah. the fifteens are Hornets. The twenty twos are Raptors. Raptors. Yeah. Which F twenty twos are like the best, coolest jet ever. Which, the thing, the Hornet I can understand, right? Because Hornets fly. Why? Mm-hmm. What's up with the Tomcat and the and the Raptor? Now, neither one of those fly. I don't know. Which one's the F-16? The F-16 has a name, too. I don't know. F-16 is pretty, pretty famous. It's probably, like, the most popular one. Yeah. 
It's is it eagle? No, it's probably not eagle. It's the falcon. Falcon. There it is. Makes sense. All right. So the F-16 is the falcon. And, yeah. Now the F-35 is the new one that they're, like, saying we don't need, right? I think so. Yeah. Why don't we need it? I don't know. I feel like we should Too need awesome. it. Too awesome. I think we should need it, right? Speaking of which, you know there's an air show coming to Knoxville, right? No. Is it like Blue Angels? Yeah. Sweet. And, I love Blue uh, Angels. Next month, actually. It's uh, next month. So the, the air show is free to go to. Mm-hmm. It's at McGee Tyson, of course. But uh, you have to pay for parking. Um, and parking is $40. So I guess it's Whoa. not. It's like, that's your ticket. That's Take a big van, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Speaking of van, you'll never guess who got a van. Actually, you probably will. Crab man? No. John? No. Slapper bags. Yeah. Slapper bags is back to the van, baby. We're talking about getting a van ourselves. God, you people and your kids and your vans. Yeah. Well, speaking of which, we were in the area the other day looking for housing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, we're talking about maybe springing for a... We, we don't want to get a van. We want to get it like an SUV. Okay. All right. That's better. But we need something bigger. To look at houses? No. Well, no. It's all kind of part of the plan. I got you. One big plan to spend a ton of money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I got you. So, yeah. There's houses Looking... being built across the street from my house. Just saying. Oh, really? Yeah. The thing is, is we can't... The complicated thing is, is we can't really buy... That's the problem, because this is like two years, and then, then we don't, don't know, know where we'll you. end up. And so the, the we thought, you know, you think like, well, you can buy and then rent it out if you can't sell it, if we have to move. But I don't want to be like living in another state and renting out a house. You know, that just seems like that'd just be a nightmare. Yeah, owning two homes sounds like a pretty big nightmare. You can ask uh, dude Tim about that one. Yeah. so Sounds like it's been a nightmare for him. So that pretty much puts us at renting. And renting, trying to find rentals in Loudoun is kind of not so much fun. <laughs> There's not a whole lot of options out there. So yeah. you have to look for, there's probably some condos or uh, maybe some apartments in Lenore City. You're looking at Loudoun and Lenore City. Both, all of the above. So there's probably more at that, uh, in Lenore City. I would we looked think. at that, the Cove, mm-hmm. but it's like really pricey. So yeah, well, renting is gonna be really pricey. I would imagine. Well, yeah. So, Anyways, that's anyway, quite the tangent there. That has nothing to do with the Top Gun. Mm-hmm. You want to hear? You want to hear a little something, something from the manual? I do. As I thought you would. I thought you would. Ta-da! Yes. 
Congratulations. Everything's black and white except for the Nintendo seal. That's right, because it was not allowed to be black and white, I guess. All right. Uh, you are now the authentic Konami. You own the. You now own. I'm sorry. It's it's early. I think he lost sleep. You now own the authentic Konami home version of the Top Gun video game, one of Konami's many original video hits. We suggest that you read the instruction manual thoroughly before playing the game. <laughs> Probably a good suggestion, actually. I don't think I ever read any, had an instruction manual, to be honest. Yeah, when I was a kid, I would skip right over the instruction manual every time. The right. impossible mission question mark. The impossible mission? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why why is it a question, you know? The impossible mission? Maybe because in the movie they're not actually on a real mission, right? It's just training. Right. So alright. Snug in the cockpit of a thirty million dollar war machine. You ease the control stick forward and aim the plane's nose toward the center of the runway. The sun glows orange on the horizon of Fighter Town, USA, and all appears peaceful as you complete your second training sortie of the day. Back inside the flight room, you relax with a hot cup of java, content being the Navy's hottest fighter jock. Suddenly... (laughs) (laughs) Suddenly, the commander bursts in and gives you a quick salute. Wow, you must be high-ranking if the... uh, Really? The commander (laughs) is giving you a salute? The commander waltzes right in and salutes you. I've never heard of that before. Uh -uh. His face appears ice cold as he hands you orders marked Top Secret. Breaking the seal, you read the news. I can't tell you the rest because it's a secret. Top secret. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. I like it that it's signed Mr. President. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess we could tell you that the letter signed Mr. President. You crumple the orders and eat them. <laughs> you know what you must do. <laughs> you must digest these orders. <laughs> oh, God. Mm, tasty. That's the best thing I've ever read. You crumple the orders and eat them. I wonder if that's, is that a metaphorical eat them, or is that like a literal eat them? I think that's a literal eat them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Gotta get rid of them. Well, there you go. All right. Strap in, Lieutenant, and take a deep breath. You're about to catapult, you're about to be catapulted from the deck of a nuclear carrier within range of enemy forces. And, once in the air, you'll take full control of an F-14 fighter loaded to the hilt with missiles and cannons. You begin the mission with three aircraft. The game, if you can call war a game, (laughs) ends when your three planes are destroyed, or when you accomplish your mission by taking out the enemy's space base. Hey, I just thought, what if everybody got three planes? And it's like over the course of your career, it's like... You've lost two planes. You lose that third, and we're gonna have to we're gonna have to shoot you're you. Out. You're out. <laughs> yeah, you're out. Mm-hmm. If you survive the first two planes going down, yeah. All right. There's a bunch more stuff about the game, uh, and then it tells you a little bit about the the uh, 
fighter. F-14, yeah. The F-14 fighter is the Navy's premier jet fighter. It thrives on air-to-air combat and is considered one of the best dogfighting planes ever flown. With Mach 2 Plus capabilities and an array of heat-seeking missiles, this aircraft is a plane that makes the best pilots proud. They do a pretty good job of, like, pumping you up. They do. They do. This, this is not as, I mean, this is better than a Kenny Loggins song. <laughs> well, almost. Yeah. Um, I do like, and there's a picture here. Uh, now that we'll probably get started talking about the game now. I like the cockpit view. I think it's pretty cool. There's a lot of nonsense going on, and most of it you need, don't need to pay any attention to, but I think it's cool mm-hmm. that it's there. It seem, I think that that's what most cockpits are like, right? Like oh, if in, a, yeah. in a real jet, like you don't need to mm-hmm. pay, you don't need to pay attention to most of that stuff, right? Right. Yeah. No. No. You just need to know where the start button is, and and where the stick is. Right. Which brings up another question. I'm assuming you played this with a controller. Yeah. I played it with a controller most all my life, but this time uh, for the show, I decided to try playing it with a stick. Yeah. And I must say, it was quite fun to play with a stick. I'd say so. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Although, uh, one of the problems with using a stick on the NES is you can't control whether or not it's whether or not it is what the pitch is, right? Mm-hmm. So, while it would make it, it, the one I had made sense because it controlled like you would expect an aircraft to, like back would go up and forward would go down. But there's no way to change it. So if you wanted it to be in some other way, you can't do that. But it was pretty. It was pretty interesting with the with the stick. Hmm. Um, yeah. So a couple things, a few things that you do in this game. You fly and fight other aircraft, right? And you refuel and you land. That's pretty much all you do. Yeah. It's pretty much just the game. Yeah, there's four levels. Here's your enemy planes, the gargantuan transport plane. Yep, and uh, there's some ships. Once you get to the part where there's water beneath you, there's some ships. Mm-hmm. And I never, I guess I never made it far enough to see the ground forces. That must be level right. three and beyond. Yeah. So what's what's cool about uh, what is cool about this game is even though your aircraft carrier mission, uh, if, if you can't land on it, you're not done completely. You just lose a plane, and you get to move on to the next level. Now, the refueling part, I think, um, I don't I don't think you can get past that without beating it. Either that or I was always out of planes by the time I got to that point. Yeah. I also, I will say this about the refueling part trying to get the refueler to connect is the only time you really get music in the game. Yeah. And it's pretty sweet music. At the beginning and whenever you're refueling, yeah. It's pretty sweet and music. And it's sweet music. Yeah. And, but once you connect, it cuts the music off. Like, yeah, gone. I, I guess they were trying to be just, realistic. I'd rather right. just dance around and not connect so I can just listen to the music. Yeah. Uh, you know, I guess... Like I said, I guess they're trying to be realistic. No music while you're flying, but uh, I mean, do the pilots can they not put some tunes in their headphones? I mean, 
You would think so. I mean, I think sure, you know, air communication takes first priority, right? I mean, if somebody's going to talk right. to you, you got to listen to them. But if you're I just, think you could. You're just flying around. Might as well put in some danger zone, right? I would think you could. I mean, that would be the song. I, that would be the song I would put on if I was flying an airplane. I think it's mandatory. Yeah, yeah. Each uh, each F fourteen comes with just that playing on a cassette tape. Mm-hmm. Yep, just one cassette tape of Danger Zone. Right. So we did a we also did a high score challenge for this game. Okay. Um, did you happen to take note of your high score? I did not. As usual, I failed to disappoint. I never. Uh, I never write down. I never even think about it. I'm just horrible. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. Um, I'll just go ahead and read a couple scores off here. Okay. Mm, and I'll give you mine too because mine wasn't that great. But we had three. Looks like three entries in the show today. Bringing up the well, okay. Bringing up the rear was me with like okay. fifty six hundred points. Okay. Uh, followed uh, one step above me is uh, dude Baz. Baz back again. Hadn't heard from him in a while. Don't feel like, but uh, he's bringing Baz up the rear. Checking electing next again. Oh yeah, sing that. Go ahead, one more time. <laughs> Baz is back again. Checking electing. Let's begin. Yeah, well, that's good. That's, that's, there's Baz's little song. That's his yeah. intro song. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, seventy eight hundred for him. So he's down there with me. Um, and then we got Derek Fletchell, who is typically on top, or it's either him or or dude Sean, right, on top. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So today, he has a score of thirty nine thousand nine hundred. So way above Baz and myself. Still not past the in game high score of fifty thousand though, which is I always thought was pretty high. So it's pretty mm-hmm. high. Um, right. <clears throat> I would also make note uh, in Derek's picture that his game looks very crisp. I wonder if he... I would like to ask him if he's playing on... Uh, what system is he playing? Is he playing on NES with like some kind of up converter or something? Or is he playing on like a Retron 5? Because <laughs> it's very high def on his TV. Normally, Normally it's pretty blurry. Let's see, and then of course we got to talk about the winner. The winner is Andy Andy Lewis, nice, with a score of sixty-five thousand, and he wow. actually beat the game and that showed us what impressive. the end screen looks like. The end screen says, "Congratulations, Lieutenant! You have saved your country with honor and courage. You're now one of the elite. Now, the best of the best." And we are proud to bestow upon you the designation of Top Gun. Nice. I really wish I would have saw that screen now on my own TV. Mm-hmm. But, oh well. Pretty sweet. It's pretty sweet. Apparently there's two endings, though. Like, if you just... I don't remember what the other ending was. That's that's the good ending, like if you beat the game. But there's another ending, like if you just, let's say, I think I have this pulled up somewhere. If the player loses but achieves a minimum of 
score of 50,000 points, a still shot is shown of the player being presented the Top Gun plaque that was awarded to Iceman in the film. Hmm. So. Okay. Interesting. Um, Are there any cheats or anything in this game? Did you look? Uh, I don't know. Let me see. I feel like I had game facts pulled up here, but I don't. Let's pull it up. That's fine. While you're doing that, I'll talk about the graphics for a minute. I thought the okay. graphics were pretty good, actually. I mean, the planes look cool. The uh, but, the cockpit looks cool. Um, you can tell a difference between the planes, like the enemy planes versus your plane versus the refueling thing and the aircraft carrier. And I mean, everything. I feel like everything's good. Of course, they didn't have to do anything with background. Right, it's just sky, clouds, or sky, ocean, or sky, whatever you know. But in general, I right. thought that the planes were all designed really, really, really well. I thought that was pretty cool. I like the graphics in the game. Yeah, there wasn't a whole lot of work they had to do, I guess, for this game to do graphics. So the only cheat that's pulled up on Game Facts is you can call the refill plane on mission one. Uh, so and ordinarily you only get the refuel in two, three, and four. But if you get your fuel bar down to four bars and press start, you'll hear a beep and the refuel plant will come. So, hmm. Oh, that's something go. else that, that you, you just made me remember it. This game doesn't pause. You can't pause it. Right. Which Too bad. bothers me. Oh, oh you got to pull a Carl? Carl? No, no pull <laughs> Carl's. It's, it's realistic. You can't pull a Carl during this game. If you're in a fighter pilot and you're in a mission... And you got to pull a Carl. You just got to do it on yourself. Yeah, that's that's called something else. We haven't we haven't decided what that's called yet. Don't they like give fighter pilots that are going on these long missions like just like uh, give them um, diapers? Not diapers. Um, oh shoot! Uh, what's the Lopermane or something like that? Is that the one uh, that constipates you? Come on, med school. Come on, med school. Uh, I don't know. I think it's Lopermane. Yeah, that's true. That's the uh, generic name. Mm. But I was trying to think of the brand name. Uh, We don't talk brands on this show. You don't learn brands in med school either. Used to, but then that was a big conflict of interest. Right. Hmm. Okay. Um, Then I would say we should talk about the sound of the music, but uh, there's really no music. It exists. The music, no music is good when you hear it. Mm-hmm. The music is good when you hear it. I really like it when you hear it. The sounds are actually kind of annoying, like the airplane sound. The mm-hmm. It kind of reminds me of the sound from Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. When he's yeah. like, you want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? Mm-hmm. It's the sound from Top Gun. It's the plane from Top Gun. Right. But anyways... Uh, I think uh, it's okay game. It's kind of boring at times. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. Like I said, I kind of let the cat out of the bag as far as my opinion early in the episode. But no, it's just it seems like it'd be fun, and for the first few minutes, it's kind of fun. But then it's just like it's just the same thing over and over again. So I don't really get much out of it. It's fun in spurts for me. Like I, it's Mm -hmm. one of those games that I break out. Maybe once a year to play, just because I'm like, oh, I want to play a flight sim on the NES, you know. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I would I would argue that the second mission is probably better though. I think I enjoy it more, but we'll talk about that when we get to that game. Right. Um, I would also recommend if you have a f- flight stick. Uh, it's pretty fun to try it with flight stick. I would mm-hmm. recommend that. Sweet. What about uh, the? I guess is it worth it? How much? We talked about how much it goes for. It's basically free, so I guess it's worth it. Yeah, it's worth it. I mean, because <laughs> you can find this for like at maximum. I wouldn't pay more than five dollars for this, so it's worth five dollars. Any game we talked about this in the past. Any game's worth five dollars to play. Yeah, Even and I think you could probably find this one as low as like one or two dollars. Right. If you get in the right place. Right. Flea market. It's not going to be more than a couple bucks. Yeah. So I would say it's totally worth it. And a corn dog. Right. You got any, uh, get any, oh yeah, get a corn dog while you're there. Sorry. Right. Right. Don't forget about the corn dog. Genesis Gym. We talked about before. I don't even like. Chili dogs. We talked corn dogs. Okay. Yeah. Did you, did you ever tell me how you like, do you like ketchup, mustard? On a corn dog? Yeah. Corn dog. Mustard. Mustard. All the way. Yeah. You know, I don't like mustard. Never have. Yeah. I don't really like corn dogs, either. Maybe but, that's why. Well, but when I eat a corn dog, I like mustard on it. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. And and I hate, as I've ever said on the show, I hate ketchup. I really don't like ketchup. Yeah, ketchup's one of those things. It's a kid thing. Yeah, I, I think mean, it is. You a like kid ketchup thing. when you're a kid. I mean, I still like ketchup, like to dip fries in. But yeah, I've actually kind of I've, I've backed away from the ketchup on the fries thing. Really? I like to put seasonal on fries, and Dude, then nothing like no ketchup. Too salty for me. I'm not a salt guy. I used to be a big salt guy, and then my blood pressure was like my head was about to pop off, mm. and so I stopped eating salt. And now it's like it's gotten to the point where I don't like salt on anything. I think that so. happens. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't add salt to anything except for. The seasonal to the French fries, mm-hmm. but I do like the salty taste. You're more of a, I guess you're more of a sugary guy. You gotta be one of the two, right? Mm, yeah, I mean I like sweets, but uh, I'm a I'm a uh, ugami guy. Do you know what ugami I is? I don't know what that is. It's it's like so, it's taste buds so they figured out like there's there's you know salty sweet and everything but then there's ugami and ugami is like the taste we have for protein oh i'm definitely that too meat yeah so i'm an ugami guy i'm definitely one of those yeah Yeah. see i think i figured myself out okay i don't have very discerning taste buds like i can pretty much eat anything yeah me too um I think what I need is I need extremes. Like I, I love spicy. I love sour. Like I like it as sour as it can get, as spicy as it can get. Mm. I like salty. I like like super sweet stuff. I, eat anything I think I just to the because point. my taste buds are. Yeah, I eat anything to the point that one of my friends up here told me he can't listen to me about anything food wise because everything I everything is like oh that's so good. And it's like, you know, I think you pretty much say that about everything. So I say that about everything, too, except for onions. I don't like onions, but I say that about pretty much everything else, food-wise. I like onions that they're cooked. I don't like raw onions. Yeah. I'm also that way with music, too. People kind of get annoyed with me. It's like, oh, yeah, I like that. That's a good song. Yeah. I like that. 
I'm the same thing. I like I like country, a little bit of country, I like a little I like rap, I like rock and roll, of course. Uh, I like everything too. Yeah, so we're just, there you go. We're what you call malleable. <laughs> That's right. We just we're like the Donald Trump it. of music and food. Oh God. <laughs> don't please don't. <laughs> please don't. Alright, All you right. got any retro fish trophies? I only have one because <clears throat> I couldn't really think of any for this game. And it, I wanted to make some movie-related ones, but I couldn't remember much about the movie. So I made one, and it's called The Real Mission Impossible. And that is land the plane mm. on the aircraft carrier. That's a good one. The real movie. I like that. Um, I had four, and I tried to make mine movie references, too. The best I could. Okay. Uh, the first one is Highway to the Boring Zone. <laughs> and that is when you fly through one of the many areas that I found in the game where there's just no enemies. You're just flying. Mm-hmm. Like every now and then you'll just run out of enemies and you'll just fly. <laughs> uh, the next one I have is Great Balls of Fire. And that is Die from a Missile. Because to me the missiles look like balls of fire. Look like cannonballs mm-hmm. on fire or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one I had for landing on the aircraft carrier was called any of you boys seen an aircraft carrier around here <laughs> uh, I think that's actually from the movie yeah and then I had one too close for missiles I'm switching to guns and that is shoot down 10 missiles with your machine gun which I think is also from the from the movie mm-hmm. I think my movie knowledge is a little little weak, but all right, what about the game rating? We could go with type of jet. We could. Do you know how I, I like we've done that before? For some reason I feel like we've done that before. Yeah. Okay. What if we go with type of what about type of beach game? Beach game? Because they play some beach volleyball in the game. In the okay. Movie. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That works. <laughs> All right. I got mine. Okay. Mine's going to be paddle ball. Because paddle ball seems cool. And it's cool for like the first five minutes. And then it's like, okay, this is kind of boring. What is paddle ball? Where it's like the wooden paddles with like the ping pong ball and you're just like hitting it back and forth. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it seems like it'd be cool, but then it's like, yeah, you're bored with it pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Oh man, let's see. Well, the easy one for me would probably be volleyball, just because I don't like volleyball, unlike most people. But I'm not going to go with that. I know I don't want to get into a discussion about volleyball, so I'm not going to go with that. I'm going to go with um, do people play badminton on the beach? I guess you could. Because badminton to me is just a really boring game. It's like, let's take volleyball, okay? And let's mix it with tennis. But let's slow everything way down. Yeah, and let's make these ridiculous rackets. And we're not going to play with a ball. We're going to play with this ridiculous looking thing. And let's name it a shuttlecock. (laughs) Yeah, because that's uh, that's appropriate. (laughs) So, yeah. 
Okay, I like it. Yeah, I was just I was gonna be mad if you went with two different things, two different beach games that I really like, and you could probably guess them because we've known each other long enough. Volleyball was one, Uh and the other one was frisbee. Don't just frisbee. Frisbee, I I don't really like throwing a frisbee just in general, but I do like throwing it at the beach. It's pretty fun. Mm -hmm. Hey, have you seen the? Speaking of frisbee, frisbee golf. Have you seen the new thing that Loudon's going to have? Kick golf? It's like... What you, golf? Kick of, golf? Yeah. It's like instead of uh, a frisbee or a golf ball, you like have a ball that you kick hmm. to... Oh, I'm not interested in that. How dare you? <laughs> well, frisbee golf... That doesn't mean they're, they're not going to get rid of their frisbee golf, are they? Because I, like, no. I, I, play, I play disc golf all the time. No. No. Okay. That's good. I like disc golf. I'm terrible at it, but I like it. How about some feedback? I would love some feedback. All right. So Eric Purcell starts us out with hanging with the boys. Andy Lewis says, love, love, love to hate this game. (laughs) I was actually a pro at landing the plane. It was the rest of the game I sucked at. Still can't get past the second mission. I'm surprised he was a pro at landing. I believe it now that I've seen his high score, but... Still. Yeah, he's uh, it's a little humble brag there. Yeah, oh, I was terrible at this game, but I could land it on the aircraft carrier. Yeah. All right, uh, Mike Vito said I loved this game when it was out. Looking back, it's pretty bad. One of the few movie licensed games the LGN LJN I keep LGN LJN didn't produce. It was Konami. What could go wrong? Joe Copel said, loved this game as a kid and could never land the plane. As an adult to me, this doesn't hold up, but the first level can be fun. I'll play it once in a while when I feel I need the need for speed. Mm, Did you put the proper amount of ellipsis in there? I don't think I did. Let me try it again. Try it again. I'll play it once in a while when I feel the need. The need for speed. There you go. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Peter Guzman, Peter Panda, said, I'm scared of even playing it after watching the AVGN review. Angry video game nerd. Uh, Tim Van Autry just said, I love this game. So, there you go. He said he was Brian, excited to hear us talk about it. Uh, yeah, probably won't be so excited when he listens to it. No, but, probably you not. Know. Yeah, yeah. Brian Keating said, I brought it back in the day. I bought it back in the day at Funko Land because I really wanted to get into flight sims and I couldn't get my folks to buy me a computer. It was a fun game, very challenging, and a nice nod to the Top Gun film. However, with that said, it's an abysmal flight sim. And even in its own flight slash rail shooter genre, Afterburner, both on the NES and SMS, is the better game. So, Joel Awanjane? I don't know. Ooh. I don't. Yeah, that's a doozy. Yeah, pretty fun. I love the whole land the plane part. It's been the source of a lot of humor over the many years. I will give it that. It's uh, even if it's not that fun and it's pretty hard to do. It's been the source of a lot of good, uh, a lot of good Lots. commentary. You know, and so maybe bending your controller over the knee. Yeah, bending it over the knee. That's right. Right. 
Uh, and he said, the music is very good. What little there is, I guess. And the challenge, well, it's definitely evident. Uh, Peter Guzman comes out with a shocking, shocking thing. He says, you guys won't believe me, but I haven't seen the movie or played the game. Mm. Wow. That uh-huh. is a bit shocking. Which got a couple of watts from both Dude Purcell and Dude Copel. Uh, David Wagner said, if crashing the plane is considered a successful landing, I nailed it every time. <laughs> if it's not, then I've never landed the plane. Okay. Umberto Montoya said, I love this game. I played it with my flight stick, and I can land the plane. I will say uh, I got closer with the flight stick than I did with the controller. Yeah. For some reason. Jeff Weber said, At MAGFest 13, I entered the retro gaming contest, and one of the challenges was to land the plane. I had never been able to do this before. Ultimately, my name was called first, so I didn't even have the luxury of watching the other people. Somehow, I managed to do it. One of my favorite gaming moments. That would be pretty cool. That would be cool. Uh, Paul Clowell says, Nintendo Hard. Clowell, sorry. We had him on the show. Uh, what it, okay Ryan Jackson said I played I played this game when I was very young and never could get used to the controls I remember crashing a lot Nate Shepard said I made it to stage 3 as a kid but that's it my opinion is that there shouldn't even be miss, missile options because if you don't take the high quality option in stage 2 you are more or less SOL yeah I forgot to mention that the the missiles they give you three different options, right? They're more some are more powerful, but you don't have enough. They don't have as many or whatever. But I don't know if you notice this, but whenever you, it doesn't matter the power level because they all destroy the planes in one hit, anyways. So you have to go for the high quantity, right? Or yeah. else you just run out of missiles, anyways. Okay, let's see. Greg Polander said, I have fond memories of this game because it was one of the three that I got with my NES system. My parents bought me the control deck, the one with just the two controllers and the SMB for Christmas of 87. And the other two NES games were Top Gun and Pinball. Great recreation of music from the movie on the title screen, although it's only very loosely based on the, off the events of the movie. I really enjoyed the movie also. It's a fun air combat game, and I like the fact that it was as taking off, refueling, and landing, as well as the dogfighting and deciding which missiles to load, affected your gameplay. The refueling part was very tough, tough, and by mission three, the game was almost impossible. Never had a problem landing, though. Humble brag, I never saw <laughs> mission four until I played it in emulation with save states years later and finally beat it. Good graphics for an early NES game. The prequel, I mean, the, sorry, the sequel was even better. And Derek Fletchell, one of our high scorers, got this one recently but didn't sit down to play it until I saw you guys were covering it. I've heard many bad things about it, AVGN episode mostly, so I was expecting the worst. Much to my surprise, it is actually pretty fun. It's pretty hard. I haven't made it 
past the second mission yet, but the gameplay and controls are solid enough that it's not too frustrating. Thanks for covering this one, dudes. I don't know how long it would have sat on my shelf otherwise. You're and welcome. Trevor Franklin rounds us out with, as a kid, I always crushed. I always crushed to realize a flying game was one of these in the cockpit style of games. I could never figure them out, and I felt cheated as soon as I turned it on. To this day, I put my flight game into two camps, the vertical or side-scrolling shooters and the bad ones. <laughs> All right. Okay. That's fair. Uh, I'll get one comment from Google+. Plus. Our good buddy, the only Google Plus follower we have, basically, Ryan Ballard, says, never had it, completely missed this one. Okay. And he has completely in bold, so maybe I should have said, completely missed this one. <laughs> All right. All right. I don't think we had any iTunes or emails. We already did voicemails. Yeah. So I guess all that's left is uh, the couple things. Some new honoree dudes. Sweet. And, uh, yeah, some new honoree dudes and some other stuff. All right, so we got a bunch, so I'm going to rattle these off. Okay. One, first, we're changing one of the honoree dudes' names from Dude John to Dude Slapper Bags. Okay. Okay, so that's the first one. Then we have Dude Vanderhoff. For his frequent postings in the group and his support. We appreciate it. The Grand Emperor Dude. Thank you, Grand Emperor Dude. The Dude Voss. Thank you, Dude Voss. Dude Andy. Thank you, Dude Andy. And thank you for your support in the Trader group. We appreciate that. Dude Ivan. Was Ivan already a dude? I don't know. We just announced it again if he was already a dude. But Dude Ivan needs to be a dude. He deserves it to be announced twice. Dude Ivan, uh, a long-running guy that I don't think we ever made a dude, but should have a long time ago probably. Dude Ross, Ross Beck, he's a big help. To th- he's a big help to the group. Appreciate his support in the community. He does a lot of good trades for with people, so appreciate that. The uh, great dude, the great dude, who I always get his name wrong, but the uh, great dude. Thank you, thank you for your mm-hmm. frequent posting. Welcome to the welcome to Dude Chip. Um, another one that I feel like we probably announced a long time ago, but did, I didn't have on my list. You know, I got I keep a list. So, Dude Dewey, Dude Dewey, thank you. And uh, Dude Gabe, I mean, he was already a dude, right? Yeah, I feel like he was already a dude so. for sure. Yeah, yeah. but he wasn't on my list for some reason. He wasn't on my list. So, Dude Gabe. Well, with that being said, I also have I have two lists, right? Uh, again, congratulations to all. All the honorary dudes there. Thank you. The new dudes, the old dudes that I forgot to put on my list. Th- thank you for be- supporting us. Welcome to the fold. Um, with that being said, I have two lists. One list is the honorary dudes list. The other list is the on the cusp list. Right? As people start to make a name for themselves within our Facebook group, I put them on the on the cusp list, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so... If your name didn't get called today, don't worry. You're probably on the on the cusp list, which I don't release that list. Right. Um, so you know, just keep posting, keep keep supporting, and uh, eventually you will, you too will become an honorary dude. And there are perks with being an honorary dude. If you don't know about the perks, then uh, 
talk to us elsewhere. We can talk to you about the perks. Right. But that's it for that. Uh, congratulations again to those guys. And I guess we need to shout out the Retro Junkies. They did the co- they went to the Comic Con thing, which we unfortunately weren't able to make it to. Mm-hmm. But that was that was cool. They got a lot of positive feedback. If you're a new listener to our show from the Comic Con that they went to, uh, sorry we weren't there, but thank you for thank you for listening. Yeah, we look forward to maybe attending attending one in the future. Right. All right. Where can they find us? They you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and of course our website two dudes in an S dot com, dudes dot com, and nesdudes.com. And you can mm-hmm. always call us and leave us a voicemail, and we'll play it at at our telephone number. Which, by the way, might I suggest you just go to our website via your phone and uh, mm-hmm. call us from that. Yeah, because what you can do, and I'll show one more time here for for those who would like to know, is you can click on the little. Um, if you're watching live, of course, if I'm, I don't know why I'm saying show to people who are listening. You know, that's dumb. Sometimes I'm an idiot. But if you're watching, you can see see the little phone in the upper right corner of your mm-hmm. phone. Watch Ooh. this. Watch this. I'm tapping it right now. Oh, man. Watch what happens when I tap it. Call it, it. says. It says, do you want to call? You can either cancel or call. I would suggest hit the call button, and then you can call us. And that number is 775-773-8761 or 775-7-RETRO-1. All right. Good deal. That's it. Leave us, leave us my tunes reviews, if you don't mind. Mm-hmm. It'd be good. Oh. Yeah, that was my stomach. I'm pretty hungry. You better go get some breakfast. I think I gotta go. All right. So here comes music for next week. Till next time. (laughs) Bye.